on today's episode of Rep the Bell. Got something a little different. We're live via Skype, obviously, with what's going on in the world with the coronavirus. There's a lot of stuff happening. And we're here to talk about what's going on in the sports world, where we go from here. And after that, NFL free agency. We're going to dive into what was one of the craziest weeks in the NFL that we have ever seen. We got a great show for you guys. All right, cue the music. It's Corona time. Hey, it's Corona time right now. Welcome back, everybody, to Rep the Bell. And first and foremost, Jake, welcome back. I mean, it's been how long since we've had the The applause? uh, It's been a while since all three of us have been together. It sounded like a vacuum. Uh, We're all doing this on Skype. Uh, Fuck Zoom, because it only lets us record for 40 minutes. But Jake, glad you're back. Um, Practicing our social distancing, because... The world is ending. We're, we literally live in the apocalypse right now. And the coronavirus is taking over. And it sucks. Because we have no sports. You can't go outside. You can't see your friends. You either have to be doing schoolwork, sleeping, eating, or you are stuck in your house. Or if you're lucky enough, like Brandon and I, you get to go work in a grocery store, which is ten times fucking worse. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, the coronavirus has definitely, you know, made its mark on the world. Um, like I said, there's no sports. All of the major sports, besides football, because football is the greatest game, and it's obviously not on, they have suspended their seasons or pushed back to start like the MLB has. The XFL canceled their season. And it just, it sucks because, you know, people suck and they can't listen. I mean, I know I've seen it on Snapchat countless times. People are out. People are hanging out with their friends and like the whole purpose of social distancing is to stay the fuck home because this thing spreads and it just gets worse and worse before it gets better. Like where we live, Montgomery County is one of the most affected areas in Pennsylvania. So, I mean, you guys, what, what do you guys have to say? Uh, first and foremost, uh, Rudy Gobert should be deported. I don't know where he's from. France. 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 He's, France. He's from France. He should be exported. Or wait. De exported? I don't know. Deported, dude. What? D. D- okay. Uh, yeah, he, he touched <laughs> all the microphones in the interview and he started it for the NBA. So that's my take on that situation. That, that night in the NBA was. One of the craziest nights in sports I think I've ever like experienced in my whole life. Jake and I were actually on the phone when the news broke, and it was just, it was, it was just like one. It was just like one thing after the other. First, the game is delayed because something happened. We didn't know what happened, and the news broke. Rudy Gobert tests positive for the coronavirus. They cancel the game. The Jazz get stuck there in Oklahoma City. And then the NBA suspends their season. 
I mean, yeah. Jake, I know how much you love the NBA. Dude, how I want to shoot myself. The NBA. How much we all love the NBA. I mean, the Lakers were on a historic run with the possibility of dethroning the Bucks. As though we lost Brandon, dethroning the Bucks as the number one seed in the NBA, and now we don't know when we're going to get basketball back. It's very true. LeBron James, you know, with Giannis was hurt before all this happened. And LeBron could have taken over that MVP favorite. But, uh... Yeah, man. I mean, my dad said he saved the country because if he hadn't, you know, done what he did, it was fucking dumb what he did, number one. I'm not saying what he did was, you know, smart. It's fucking stupid. He was careless, and then he touched all of his teammates. Touched all their stuff, and then Donovan Mitchell got the coronavirus. He streamed on Twitch last night. Who, Donovan Mitchell? Yeah, he was playing Warzone. It was actually kind of did funny. You, did you guys see um, the video of Devin Booker when he was on Twitch? Had no idea the NBA was getting shut down, and he was playing with these guys, and like Rudy Gobert has coronavirus. He's like, yo, Gobert has it? <laughs> Gobert has the, the coronavirus? Oh, shit, we're shut down. Classic Devin Booker. He's with a friend. Like, neither friend has it. <laughs> no, Remember the, the guy Twitch. went up to tell him? I thought they were on Twitch. Yeah, well, they were on Twitch. Someone told Devin Booker, and then his friend, like, went up and, like, showed him the tweet. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that guy's... Yeah. But, um, the all-coronavirus team, obviously, the NBA has been hit harder than... Any other league, professional sports league, where the fact that we can fill out a starting lineup of players. And Brandon posed the question, could they win in a seven-game series? Now, the head coach, while he's not a basketball coach, Sean Payton, unfortunately, has coronavirus, um, which is weird. I mean, how do you guys feel about all these professional athletes and celebrities coming out and saying, I have the coronavirus? How do you guys feel about that? It's just scary. Because it, it makes you realize, you know, no one's invincible. You know, you can uh, be one of the healthiest people. You can have the best diet. You can work out every day. You can, you know, have a healthy routine like some of these players have, you know, excluding Rudy Gobert because obviously he was careless. But, you know, players like Kevin Durant, I mean, that guy was injured. Like he had nothing to do besides practice and get ready for next season. And he catches it like, you know, you just it's it's scary because it really shows you like you need to take the precautions. You need to follow every direction that they give you if you want to stay healthy and not catch this. I mean, can we just bring out the irony in the fact that Kevin Durant got this? He contracted the virus going back to Golden State. That's like he they got tested when they got back from San Francisco because they were supposed to play the Warriors that Thursday night. But, um, and the funny thing is, like, none of these guys have symptoms. Yeah, well, Gobert, the, the only, Gobert does. Well, yeah. But. He, he, de- he did. Same thing with Champagne. Like, they had little symptoms. Like, they had a fever, but Mitchell was fine. Durant said he had no symptoms. Marcus Smart had no symptoms. Christian Wood, I don't, I didn't hear much about Christian Wood, but. It's well, the first like thing I knew was, was Gobert because he said, like, he lost his sense of smell and uh, taste. 
It's a scary thing. Do you guys know how they do the tests? Did you hear about how they do the tests? It's disgusting. They stick it it's, up your nose and then down it for. Yeah, they stick a Jake. They stick a thing up your nose, almost hitting your brain, and then they shove it back down your throat. It, it's painful. I'd rather just deal with the virus myself. Thanks. I mean, with this new curfew in Pennsylvania, I, hopefully, you know, we can avoid the virus. But anyways, the all coronavirus team, obviously, head coach is Sean Payton. Starting point guard, we got Marcus Smart, the clown of the Boston Celtics, who Joel Embiid likes to throw a lot around like a little doll. Donovan Mitchell at shooting guard, Kevin Durant at small forward, Christian Wood at power forward, Rudy Gobert at center, and then off the bench you have three unnamed Nets and three unnamed Lakers. See, I have this team in a clean sweep because who's going to guard anybody? Exactly. That's the whole I thing. Mean, so Christian Christian Wood. He really he pulled a super team because he guarded Rudy Gobert. Yeah, he started the he started the super team. It's true. My family's playing Wii upstairs. Oh, nice, fun. My family's working, so I'm like trying to be quiet. My, <laughs> my entire my entire family is home, mm-hmm, and it sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Yep, day two. But anyways, in light of the Corona team, where do we go from here? Because uh, life as we know it is just so different. It's just boring now. You you go to the grocery store, and there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. Like, at work last night, they're telling me, we're probably not going to be, like, fully restocked with meat and toilet paper for a long time. Like, a long, long time. And yeah. it's, again, this is bigger than sports. This is about the safety of the world. I mean... China's going down with the number of their cases. And they didn't take nearly as many precautions as we did. And this is after, what, like three months? Yeah, this is started back in, like, December-ish. I, I feel so bad for Italy. I feel terrible. There goes Ryan. Love their food. Classic Ryan. I love their food, too, but... Um, it's yeah, I don't like their food. Their what? food gives me, it gives me the shits. So. You don't like Italian food? I'm... Oh, you said Italian? I thought you said Chinese food. My bad. Still. Chinese food, I like it, but it doesn't like me. Chinese food or Italian food? That's like the the people we love, the people they don't like us. Chinese food or Italian food? You have to live with one for the rest of your life. What are you rocking with? Okay, Italian. Um, It's so much fun. I'm going with Italian. (laughs) What? (laughs) You let because that, you let that of, up so much that so you were gonna pick Chinese food, and then you just go, no, you know what? I'm going. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick Italian. It was true. So lost right now. Anyway, back to my statement. Anyway. I think Italian because you can have so many combinations with the pasta and all that stuff, so you can mix it up. Wait, you're forgetting the breadsticks and the breadsticks. They're not just the well. Listen, as an Italian, I'm sure we're all Italian. I'm gonna go with Italian food because okay. pasta is the most elite food of all time. What do you say? Pasta is the most elite food of all time. Elite food, okay. The, the elitist. The Joe Flacco of the foods. Joe Flacco. We'll get to Joe in a little bit, but. Back to sports after talking about some nice pasta. We don't know when the NBA is coming back. 
it's likely we're not going to get that 30 day, you know, they said we're going to start again in 30 days and reevaluate. We're probably, it's not looking like that. Yeah. Um, when do, when do you guys think the NBA is going to start up again? I think midsummer, probably mid late summer. You're thinking like early, Ju- like early July, late June. Yeah. Well, here's my thing. Howard. So it literally has to be the last time that this can occur, this um, like that playoffs or whatever, if they're not going to do regular season, it has to be by August or no, it has to be by July because you think about it, you're going to have to do the draft and free agency after this, after these playoffs and you're going to have to do training camp. Let's just put into the fact that the NBA season, the 2020, 21 season is getting pushed back. Right. Yeah. It's probably it's probably not well, yeah. gonna start until Christmas Day. Okay. Which is a good well, idea, I think. If 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 they do that, then they can have a lot more flexibility. But if you're keeping the same date, if you're keeping uh, October, I think they start like twenty fourth, twenty fifth around then. Um, then you're gonna have to have the playoffs occur in July because you need August free agency and draft, September training camp, October season. But that seems very rushed, so I like what you said. Yes. Push it back. Yeah, I mean, personally, it, everything's going to get pushed back. <clears throat> Big boy burp. But um, it just all depends on how this virus, like, you know, what happens in the summer. Because, like, people are saying it doesn't do well with the heat. But then, again, you have to think about it. These games are probably going to be played without crowds. Still. As a precaution. So with pu- having the season resume in like July and have, cause I, I don't think the finals are going to be until August. Mm-hmm. Cause they're not going to resume. They have a quarter of the season left. Right. They're like, like 50 a, games in. They're like, yeah, they got like, like a quarter of the season left. This is an important push for several teams. Like the eighth seed in the West. You have, like six, so teams, you have six teams competing for it. And now they're, so these most of these teams are going to get robbed of a chance to go to the playoffs because you can't, again, play a quarter of a season. And, like, I feel like they're going to feel so pressured, the league, the players. And, you know, it sucks because some of these teams, I really don't think the NBA this year is all about tanking anymore. I don't see as many teams, like, tanking on purpose. I mean, the Cavs, 19-46 and 46, – they traded for Andre Drummond. They're literally like last. They're one of the last in the league besides the Warriors, who are 100% taking on purpose. Every other team is trying. Oh, for sure they're taking on purpose. Huh? They're for sure taking on purpose. Oh, the Warriors are. Yeah, that's, I said besides them. Anyone the else? Hawks, like, I mean, the Hawks, they're just too young. The Hawks are too young. They traded for Clint Capella. That's a good move. The Pistons are, are tanking. The Knicks are, tra- are tanking. Um, the Knicks just suck. The Knicks are the just Knicks bad. The Knicks just suck. Well, yeah. But, been. like, here's the thing. The Cavaliers, 1946, get Andre Drummond. That's obviously not tanking. Then the Timberwolves, 1945, they trade for D'Angelo Russell. Like, these teams are making moves to try to get better and for the future. It's not all about, like, the draft anymore, uh, it seems like, for some of these teams. But, I mean, the record, they'll still get a good pick. But, like, this, the, it just shows how competitive the league has been this year. And, you know, I just think it sucks for it to, you know, potentially end like this and have uh, no playoffs or championship, maybe, 
um, because of the virus. I mean, it's it just sucks. Jake, I want to build on your point about there's no not a lot of tanking left in the NBA, which I agree with you. I don't think you see as much tanking as like you did in the past because you're right. not going to have like, like every year is not going to have a LeBron James type player, a Zion Williamson type player, John Morant type player. Those are generational talents. And like this year's draft is not good. It's not yeah. it's not very good. You have Wiseman, Edwards, and Obi Toppin. Those are probably the three best players and in the field. So it's like you tank, you tank, you tank, you tank, you get screwed over in the lottery, you get like the seventh pick, and then what what are you stuck with? Right. Because this is a guard heavy draft. And if teams are tanking and this lockout affects their season. And what they come back from, not lockout, the shutdown. What did they come back from the shutdown? They start playing good. They fucked themselves out of a draft. Right. Um, it just, it sucks. It just, it just sucks because you're probably going to have like six or seven games when you get back to tune up for the playoffs. Shortened playoffs because I saw five game series are probably going to happen to wow. make up for lost time. And that was old NBA. That's how it used to be. And, I mean, these seven-game series, they take long, but the first round is worth it. I mean, some of these – I mean, you've seen LeBron versus, you know, some of these, like, late-seeded Pacer teams, and they go to, like, six or seven games, and it's fun to watch. Um, and the same thing with, like, the – who was the – there was a eight-seed versus a one-seed. It, one uh, it, oh, it, it was the um, Pelicans. It was the Pelicans-Warriors. Yeah, it was Anthony Davis upset the oh, the Thunder. The year that like, Boogie got hurt. Yeah. Well, there's like some upsets. I'm saying that can oh, yeah, 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 the Sixers yeah. beat the Bulls a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Right, the Bulls that. only because of Debra's injury. That was the only reason. But still, that, you know, there's that upsets that can happen because of seven game series. You take those two games away, which are very important to to some teams. And who says they're going to have crowds? Who says they're going to have crowds at these playoff games? And I that's doubt, really going to affect. I doubt they will. And that's really going to affect some teams' play. I mean, what's what's home court advantage? You don't have a home court. You don't have a, a, a like, crowd. It's like you're playing a pickup game at the Y, basically. Right. I get for, that. For a if you're like Miami, if you're like Miami and you're home, I get that because of like the weather. You're used to like the humidity and everything and the arena. But there's no crowd, and that really is what drives some teams. You know, the Sixers' home crowd is what drives them. I mean, do you guys disagree with that? Mm. No. I mean, the records show it. Yeah, I went to the Hornets game. See, you see how they play on the road. They suck. Right. Exactly. I went to Hornets games where there's no noise, and people cheer louder for the other team. And I've been to Sixers games where it's, oh, I leave with ringing ears. And that's what the playoffs needs. The playoffs need. And it's just going to be upsetting to not have that. I do think we'll have NBA basketball back. I don't know when, but we will. It's the same thing in the NHL. First of all, I just want to give props to Adam Silver for the way that he's handling this whole situation. He's, he's, he's by far the best commissioner of professional sports. By far, he learned from the best. He learned from David Stern, rest in peace. He made him into a great commissioner. He's going to find a way to resolve this so we get NBA basketball back. It's going to be different. It's going to suck seeing a five-game championship. But we're going to have basketball back, which is – I don't want to say it's the most important part, but it's going to ease our tensions away from everything that's been going on. 
Yeah. NHL said they want to resume the season. They want to give out the Stanley Cup. Where the Flyers were looking like the favorite. Just and saying. And this happens. But that, that's our hockey talk. Because <laughs> no one really, knows anything. Really, really got in depth <laughs> about it. Um, um, MLB, and, it, and that makes sense because they all wear pads, they all wear gloves, they all wear face masks. But Jake, it's cold. Yeah, exactly. That too. You got the, you got the ice. It's cold. Right. Ice, ice, baby. Okay. <laughs> uh, baseball pushed back the start of their season for two months, but now they're saying they're not going to start until June. Which so you is take like when away start, so. two. You take away two calendar months of an MLB season where you play 162 games, and Rob Manfred. Rob Manfred. I, I can't even say his name because he's such a shitty commissioner. He said. We're playing the full 162. Jesus. He suck. He's horrible at his job. Horrible. And then there's Roger. And then there's Roger, who says free agency will begin when it begins. People are having uh, press conferences on Zoom. And we'll, we'll get to free agency in a little bit, but cancel the coaches meeting. The NFL draft is going to have no fans. They might even do, like, just a studio show for the draft. I saw that. They better because, I mean, obviously it's not worth, like, you know, that's not fun watching. But I wanted to see the riverboat taking the players. They'll they'll, they'll do that next year. The riverboat thing is going to take, like, 10 hours. Yeah. They're going to do that next year, though, I bet. They're going to push it back. For Trevor Lawrence getting drafted by New England. Yeah. And his hair is going to, like, flow in the That'd be sick. It's going to be beautiful. Cam Newton got released today. We don't know if the uh, Panther, the Patriots are going to get a quarterback in the draft next year. They might get one out of free agency. JC Tong. Got to save that, though, because that's we still got to talk about how we don't have the Olympics. Yeah, Olympics I don't think got that's postponed. They already canceled the Olympics. They already, sure. they already got canceled. They got yeah. postponed yesterday to 2021, yep. which is, again, good. I think life will be normal in 2021. Just a lot less people. We will survive this. We've been through shit like this before. You just have to listen to what the government says. Social distance, like we're doing right doing right now on Skype, bringing you. Rep the bell. Wait, that would be cool if we were sponsored by Skype for this. All right, it's brought to you by Skype. We're sponsored by uh, Purell. We're sponsored by Anchor, as always. But enough of this gloom talking about the coronavirus. Got some who's back before we talk about NFL free agency. Does everybody have a who's back? I believe so. I don't know. All right, you start with your who's back. Okay, so my who's back, I kind of, you know, talked about it earlier, is the we. Oh. The we is back because last night at dinner, my dad was like, Ryan, Go grab the Wii. And when I got home, my parents were playing Wii Sports Resort. Just those two? Just those two. They That's were awesome. live streaming them playing Just Dance last night. Nice. And they might do a live stream again tonight of a Just Dance battle between my family and another family in the neighborhood. So with all this uh, quarantine time, it gives you enough time to bring out the old nunchuck and Wii remote, play some bowling. Therefore, my who's back is the Wii. Okay, my who's back is my sleep schedule. Yeah, you know what? A, That's a fact. Right? I mean, 
online classes now, I mean, I get to sleep in a little bit. Get to have, I rarely ever eat breakfast because I never have time to. I ate pancakes this morning. Like, come on. Is that, do I you guys just sit back. there? Do you guys sit there and Zoom? Camera off, mic off, and just... No, I just I just sat there. I went like I went like this. I had my phone like I had my phone like on the side of the thing. And I just looked, looked at it the whole time. I, I just, just made it seem like focus. I was looking. I can't focus. Well, but Jake, you're who's back? Well, my who's back is Xbox Live Game Chat. <laughs> because it might not be the same as it used to, but everyone's home. I played Call of Duty the other day. It went in Game Chat. And people were livid. They're like fighting. Like it's, oh, it's, it's like back in 360 game chat. A little. It's ne- it's never gonna be the same, but at least yeah. it's like it's get it's 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 you know it's similar, just not the same. All right, boys. The moment we've all been waiting for. Let's talk about some free agency. Finally, it has been one of the most wild, craziest. Mind-blowing, what the fuck is happening in the NFL? Free agencies we've ever seen. And the biggest move of them all, of them all, Tom Brady is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Officially today, he had his uh, conference call, introductory conference call at 12. He has left New England for sunny Tampa, Florida. F in the chat, Jameis Winston. He doesn't have a job, even though he can finally see. But Tom Brady is a Buccaneer. I mean, who would I mean? We could have said that, but it happened. I feel like one of us had to say that. That was one well, of our predictions. I said back, I went back and listened. I said that I could see Tom Brady leaving only because what left does he have to prove? He has to prove that. There's everything to prove now. Well, he has the only thing he had to prove, which was what I was saying, was that he has to he can play outside of Belichick's system and win. So that's and I could see him winning in 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 uh with the Buc- with the Buccaneers because he has the offensive talent. I don't know how the defense defense is. is I know they have a good run defense. Um, They're so far, but yeah, they need a better defense. Um, but he has the offensive talent there. Maybe needs a better running back, but we can get into that. I mean, Jake, you covered it there. I really think Brady did this, wanted to start a new chapter in his life. He spent the last 20 years in New England. You, not saying that you can't spend your entire career with one team. Obviously, we've seen several athletes in several different sports do it. But Tom, he wanted to change. And I think another thing running through his mind, again, like you said, he wanted to prove he could win without Bill Belichick. And Terry Bradshaw said, I know Belichick can win without Brady. But I don't think Brady can win without Belichick. So is Tom Brady a system quarterback? Yes. Um, I mean, there is – I can see it because he's not the most the most athletic guy, and he thrived in New England. Um, you know, how he played and everything. He was clutch. He uh, he didn't throw for – every pass was like Jimmy Garoppolo. It was a, a short – you know, he did a lot of short passes, you know, in the pocket – um, and now we get to see a different Tom Brady. We get to see a Tom Brady maybe have a lot more scrambling. Oh, you know, we got some not as good of an news. O-line. Breaking news, college basketball news. Uh-oh. 
Obi Toppin has been named Player of the Year. They did those awards? Yeah, Obi Toppin's Player of the Year and Dayton's Coach won Coach of the Year after transforming Dayton into national power by ESPN. Wow. Anyways, back to Tom Brady talk. That's college yeah. basketball. I miss much um, madness. Yeah, Tom Brady's a system QB, but now we get to see what he's like without an, with without the one of the best offensive lines in the league, and we get to see him uh, him uh, thrive with another quarterback, hopefully, or uh, not <laughs> thrive with another coach. Hopefully, I meant. Um, I I don't know. I just hope the best for him because I have people telling me that he's not the go, and you know I. I like Tom Brady. I think he's a good guy. Um, I didn't like the Patriots, but um, I think he's the GOAT, and um, I hope he can prove it, you know? I think he'll fit well in Bruce Arians' system. I think, I mean, I'm trying to think of the quarterbacks that Bruce has had in the past. Carson I mean, Palmer. Yeah. I Did he have Andrew Luck when Chuck Pagano went out? Was that pre-Andrew Luck? Uh, they might have. Let me look it up. Pre- yeah, no, I feel, like, I, feel like, I feel like, nah, yeah, it was definitely pre but I mean, so he's always he, he's always had a good pocket passer. I mean, we never know what Brady's arm is now, so we don't. That's, mm-hmm, we I don't agree really with that. One hundred percent. So we really don't know because Evans and Godwin are so used to like sixty-yard bombs from Winston. <laughs> they're gonna have to like they're gonna have to get fifteen-yard, you know, crossing routes, you know, crossing patterns over the middle now. So Tom Brady can still throw the football. Mm-hmm. I think I think you're discrediting Brady's arm a little too much. No, I, I think he still has. I just, I just think it's going to be such a difference from Winston to Brady's. Well, I mean, obviously, it's that's different. That's the same for any team who goes from a new quarterback to from an old one. I mean, obviously, transition it comes with time, but that's what training camp is for. Jake, what do you got? Um, Arians was the offensive coordinator for the Colts with Luck. But okay. Luck okay. Was a, I think he's twenty-three. So, but Bruce Arians took out the. Was that when Chuck Pagano? Got diagnosed with cancer, and then Bruce Arians took over and won Coach of the Year. Uh, probably. Yeah, he. he okay. I think so. So Bruce Arians has obviously worked with some talent, and I really think Brady. I think he's going to thrive. I really think Tampa Bay. It's they're going to have some growing pains at first, because they're obviously in. I think what you can call now the best division in football, in yeah. the NFC South. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some growing pains, and they have a window to win, I think. Two years is, is all that Brady has on this contract. Two years yep. guaranteed $50 million. The Bucks need to win, because I think Brady's still going to want to play come age uh, 44, 45, because he's a fucking freak I think 40, of I think, I think 43. I think he's 41 now. He's 42. Is he 42? Here is my question, you guys. That's what I was going to go into, Mark. How, like, do you, he has two years on his contract. Do you think he's going to play after that? Do you think if he wins a, a year, then, oh, I'm done. I'm just going to have the second year of my contract, a retirement year? See, like, the way his contract is structured, it sounded to me like he wanted to play after his contract. Yeah, that's what chapter 72 that he said. It looked like the kind of way the contract was like all of the incentives and everything. It sounded like it could go on longer. Cause he, cause it said after the second, after the second year, he can't get tagged or something else. How much was he it? Can't, he can't get tagged. They can't trade him. Oh, the um, trade. Yeah. No, 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 no trades. Yeah. 
stuff mm-hmm. like that. It was two years, fifty million. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. There's fifty guaranteed, and there was incentives that could bring it up to sixty. Yeah, like the it, like, it was like a, it was like a passing like passing yards. I think uh, a division win, like super, like basically what like most of the stuff was. So Philip Rivers is getting paid as much as Tom Brady right now. Philip Rivers is a Colt. So I know. That's sinking. Philip Rivers getting... is going to be in a different jersey next year. Tom Brady is going to be in a different jersey next year. Hey, seven and nine for the Colts, like usual. Nothing changes there. Literally. Literally, Phil Rivers. Phil Rivers, he downgraded on his targets. I love Phil yeah. Rivers, man. I love that guy. You know you, he's just such a good dude. You wanted him in Philly. I, I did really want him in Philly. Loves, I wanted you know him really in Philly. Phil Rivers, his wife. I think that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. I I I hope he does well. Um, I can see them moving away from Brissett only because. Philip Rivers is, you know, experienced. Um, they wanted to maybe try something out new, um, but we'll see. Well, isn't that the whole reason they signed Philip Rivers? Try something mm-hmm. new because they're sick of Brissett's bullshit. Yeah, because yeah, they extended I mean, they extended Brissett like the first like week of the season or something. Or in the, M- the, the MVP of 2019, Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> well, I didn't know if he was. Uh, isn't that right? I didn't know if Philip Rivers was guaranteed a starter. His, he's Philip Rivers. He's I know, so. he'll, he'll, I know but spending. I just they have Brissett, so I wasn't sure. But back on the Bucks, I really think everyone's going to jump the gun, and as soon as they lose their first game, Tom Brady's washed up. Yeah. Tom Brady doesn't have it anymore. I'm going into these expectations with the Buccaneers. I'm going to take it game by game, quarter by quarter, drive by drive. I think there'll be a wild some- card. This is something – the Saints are far better. Saints are far mm-hmm. better than Bucks. Mm-hmm. That's why I think But I, I still would not rule them out as an NFC contender. I said I think they still need a running back, and they need to improve their secondary. They do need a running back. They need mm-hmm. that desperately. Maybe something we can touch up in the mock draft special. Come in soon. But I do think they're an NFC contender. And Brady versus Breeze twice a year is going to be spectacular to see. Dude, Brady's going to look like Michael Jordan in a Wizards jersey out there. I mean, it's going to look so weird. That is so true. <laughs> but he'll actually be, be good. So The big hey, question... Michael, I'm pretty sure Michael Jordan was a 20-point scorer with the Wizards, so don't don't disrespect another GOAT, okay? I'm going to say it right now. Michael Jordan. Go. The big question, though, <laughs> is about the New England Patriots. Dude, honestly... What are they going to do? Dude, they, they supposedly have a plan, quote unquote, plan at the moment, so they're not freaking out. I wouldn't be freaking out. I think they're pretty good still without Brady. I mean, obviously Dude, they Brady lost a lot. Move on from him. They lost a lot of assets, though. Who did they lose? Who did they all lose? They lost Van Noy. Oh, jeez. They lost a lot of pieces on defense. They lost they also another lineman, I think, too. Yeah, well, they lost a decent amount to the Dolphins. That's where Van Noy went. The Everyone. Dolphins spent their money. Everyone lost a lot of things to the Dolphins. Dolphins, yeah. Eagles. The Dolphins. Yeah, we lost Camus and Jordan Howard. Bills lost Shaq Lawson. The, the Dolphins, dude, they just went out and said, we have money. We're probably going to get to a tug of Aloha with our fifth pick. Let's fucking spend some money. Right? Dude, like, I love that Jordan got, Howard deal. They got Byron Jones. They got... Um, they got Shaq Lawson, they got Kyle Van Noy, 
Ew, I just saw the Rams. Real quick, can we talk about the Rams' new logo? Let's just not and just say how ugly it is and just move on. It's uh, we... <laughs> Chargers, also, pretty much. <laughs> I went to go look at their Instagram, and they deleted all of their pictures. Except yeah, they're for they're pictures new of the new logo. So stupid. They deleted everything? Yes. Dude, they're fucking idiots. And they posted a picture of the first ever new logo merch. The first uh, new merch with the Rams new logo is made by Aaron Andrews. Like, the, Ram, the Rams suck. The Rams are such a bad organization. Give me the Brandon guy, Cooks. Give me Brandon Cooks right now to the Eagles. They're in over their heads ever since they made it to the Super Bowl. That's, that's true. That's very true. They are so overrated. They overpaid Jared Goff. God knows why. <laughs> because Sean McVay, he's, he's the future. I, they cut a, f- a former almost MVP in Gurley. They got rid of Sam Bradford. Stupid. They got rid of Nick Foles. Also stupid. Got rid of Case Keenum. Stupid. Case Keenum's not even that bad. Case Keenum's back, back for the Browns now. Or possible That's starter. That's where he did go there. Possible <laughs> starter? Baker's going to fall off a mountain. Dude, Keenum didn't do that bad with the uh, with the Redskins, at least from what I watched. I watched the Redskins a little bit. He was, he was okay. The Redskins were just a bouncer fire. But he torched the Eagles in that first half. I remember that. That's <laughs> I remember that. Dude, I was so mad. Oh, my gosh. But who, who was talking about New England's plan? You, oh. I think you were you no, start talking about. No, I said I said that they had a plan. Dad, in place. I think I think they're gonna. Fan. Yeah, I think he thinks they're gonna go for Lawrence. Um, that would be something. Or Lawrence or Newton. Newton just got cut like about an hour ago. Cam Newton is gone. I don't think Cam Newton's a Belichick guy though. No. I I think it'd be interesting to see. I I, I kind of want to see it actually. I don't know why. <laughs> I just I would rather see James Winston in a Patriots jersey. Well, they signed Brian Hoyer, who used to be there, and they're saying he's going to be the starter for Week One if yeah. they don't get anybody. Yeah. I think Brian Hoyer getting signed by the Patriots shows, shows that they're going to tank. Yeah, yeah, and they're going to do it smart. No, they're going to do what the they're going to do the Bengals did. They're going to they're going to win a few, win two, three games, and be competitive. So they're pretty much the Warriors of the NFL. Pretty yes. Much. Yeah. They're gonna get Trevor Lawrence, and they're gonna they're gonna just restart this dynasty all over again. It's a one year break, dude. They literally they literally are the Warriors because the Warriors are gonna come back next year. Curry, Clay, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, James Wiseman. Here, here's what I think. You guys see them tanking? I don't see them tanking. I see them being better without Brady for some reason. I don't know why, but they still have a Hall of Famer, Julian Edelman, right? You yeah, gotta throw. We gotta throw in the ball. No ribs. That's no the ribs. thing. They can sign out. Cam. They can sign Jameis. Dude, whatever Edelman they plan to do. Out. Huh? Edelman wants out. Where did he say that? Did you not uh, get that notification that he liked the tweet saying "Bring Edelman" of Deion Sanders saying "Bring Edelman to Tampa Bay"? Yeah, What's because it? they're best friends. And they get this. They, they yeah, they're best like friends. Saying, they're best friends. But right now he's in a Patriots uniform. And I don't see Edelman pulling a Melvin Gordon not playing just because. Nah, he, he would never. Yeah. But I think they'll still be good. That's just my prediction. And I'm going to be different from you two. I just, I want to. I get it. You know, but I, I truly, and 
you know, I'm not just trying to be different. It's also that I really think they're going to be good without Brady. No, I think if they sign someone like you're saying, I think they'll still be a good team. Yeah. Even with Brian Hoyer, I don't think they'll be that bad. He's still a consistent QB. That's a four or five win season, I think. No. You have Edelman still, and you have James White, and you have Sonny Michelle, and you still have a good offense. Yeah. I think they'll be decent. I think they'll be an eight, eight or seven win team. We could have had a secondary of Chris Harris Jr. and Darius Slay. Well, it was down to... It was down to Chargers. the Eagles and the Saints. And then the Chargers came out of nowhere. Okay, I was like, I was like where the Chargers come in happen? Uh, Can we okay. talk about the Chargers? Yeah. Yeah, so, we'll the Chargers. yeah, we can talk about the Chargers now. I just really want to go off on them for a second. Hey, guys, t- guys, Tyrod Taylor is the answer to them. So. No, no, no. Los Angeles. If you're listening, Los Angeles... Tyrod Taylor, you He's need to sign that. a new quarterback. No, no. Here's, here is why they're starting Tyrod Taylor. They are doing the smart move because they're going to lock up Hunter Henry. No, just, just hear me out. <laughs> they're going to lock up Hunter Henry after this year, saving money for if they were to sign a veteran quarterback this year so they can give that money to one of the best tight ends in the NFL. You have Keenan Allen. You locked up, you locked up Austin Eckler. You have Mike Williams. You have all these other young guys. Mm. Tyra Taylor starts for this year. So that way you can groom, because we all know they're going to take a quarterback in the first round. That's why they're not signing anybody. Yeah. They have, the, what, the sixth pick? They pick right after the Charger. They pick right after the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to get Herbert. Sit Herbert for a year behind Tyrod. Let Tyrod walk, because I think he's a free agent after this year anyways. Give the offense to Herbert. They're going to do what every smart team should be doing with a rookie quarterback. Unless you're in the case of the Bengals, where you don't have a quarterback and Joe Burrow's a winner, so you just throw him in right away. I don't know. Just because Hunter Henry's so injury-prone, I just hope they don't overpay him. I mean, when he's healthy, he's really good. But he's, he, is, he does get hurt a lot. He does get hurt a lot. That's why I could see them signing – quarterback but i think they're going to go the route you're saying not sign anyone i really do hope they get a new quarterback though because i don't Tyra like Tyra. Taylor, Taylor led the bills to the playoffs i know he did i know he did and and brandon loves him a long time ago hey i don't need to i don't need to have vietnam flashbacks right I remember now where... we saw that game the Bengals, right was it yeah, bangle Bengals, ravens yeah we watched that live the Eagles and the Bills made some big trades. Brandon, the floor is yours to talk about your new number one receiver. Let me see. It. Let me see if my mic can pick up my knuckles cracking. Hang on. I don't know if anybody heard that, but why? Why? Because it's a juicy topic. Okay. Just I'm just gonna sit back and. Uh... The Bills sent the house. For Stefan Diggs, and uh, I'm okay with it because you, Mark, you called me. I was talking already to Jake on Xbox, and then you called me and you said, "Dude, did you see the news?" I'm like, "No," because I'm playing Xbox. I'm not looking at the news. He's like, "Bills was traded for Stefan Diggs." I'm like, "No, they didn't." I was like, "Stop!" I was like, "You can't do that to me right now." Because literally that earlier that day, my coworker at work is a Vikings fan. And, like, Stefan Diggs tweeted out, like, he didn't want to be in Minnesota anymore. And I'm like, you know, you know Buffalo can, you know, slide in and, you know, get Stefan Diggs. He's like, no, nah, they would never. I was like, yeah, they probably won't. 
And then you say that, I'm like, no way. And I look, and they did. And I, like, almost shit myself because we've been saying all along they need a receiver, and they go out and get a receiver. Jake's dying right now. I mean, I've been, I've been saying it for quite some time. The Bills are an elite receiver or a decent tight end away from being a playoff threat. I mean, can, we agree, they, can we agree that Stephon Diggs is a top 10 receiver, like, at the top, like, 10, like, 9-ish? Like, Greta, he's let's, there. let's list our receivers. List your receivers. I, I don't know if I would put him in the top 10. Cause like, or, like, right outside the top 10, I think. Because, like, you got the obvious good – you have the best receivers. You have Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams are the top three. Yeah. Mike Evans. Mike Evans, yep. You have Leo Jones. He's probably I, top three. I still consider Odell a top receiver, even though he had a rough year. I still think Odell's up there. Okay. Um, I do, too. Thielen. Yep. Thielen. You put Thielen um, over Diggs? Thielen's way better than Diggs. Okay, seven. Who is, who is the preferred Keenan target? Tyreek Hill. Keenan Allen. Ty- Sorry, Tyree Kill is in my top five. Okay, Tyree Kill, that's nine. Tyree so Kill is in my put, top five. That's nine. So then you could you could put Diggs right there, man. We Diggs just put over Diggs put, after that. Um, I'd say Diggs over Godwin. I'd probably put Amari Cooper. Really over? Okay. okay. I'd probably put. I would go Amari Cooper or AJ Green. Other nah, AJ Green okay. hasn't shown enough lately. Yeah, I'm just looking at in that conversation. See. Yeah, I'd I think put I think Amari you know, I think I think borderline top like ten or like eleven. I think like any he's, like, a, he's, he's top fifteen easily. He's easily top. Yeah, we have Edelman in our top ten. I would I would put Edelman. I think he's Edelman's good. in the top ten. Yeah, but I think but he's Diggs, there. I think he's like he's still a top receiver. Diggs is a borderline top ten. He's like eleven or twelve. Yeah. So obviously, I'm not just not saying it's not an upgrade. But you're getting an elite receiver who can stretch the field with the bazooka of an arm that Josh Allen has. Well, see, here's the thing. Here's why I love it so much. Because you have, you have John Brown who goes deep down the field. You have Beasley on the check down. And then you're going to have Diggs then over the middle. So you have the three parts of the field covered right then and there. So I think that was why it was such a perfect signing. Because Diggs can do all three of those. But Beasley's perfect down low. Brown's a deep threat, and then you have Diggs filling in whatever position that they needed to in that. So, I mean, Brown and Diggs on the outside, and then Beasley in the slot, I think that's deadly. It's definitely going to be, I think the Bills are going to win the AFC East. As of right now, pre-draft, I think they're going to win the AFC East. Dude, I I even thought with Brady there, I still thought the Bills were going to come out of free agency golden. and See, they, they always make those, like, little moves that, like, improve the team, like, no one really thinks about it, especially what they did last year. But then, like, they made it a big move this season. So, like, they were, like, they're going for it right now. And they had money. I feel like they, they should have like, signed Melvin Gordon. Personally, I think they should have signed Melvin Gordon. And I, I think, see, I think they're going to draft someone. That's why they didn't do it. And, yeah, you and, – and I agree with you. I think they're going to draft someone. But um, if they could have gotten Melvin Gordon, 8 mil a year, that would have been pretty nice. But he might be overrated. We were talking about that. Yeah. See that they, they probably didn't think he was like a, he was in like a franchise back to give him that right. much money. Yeah, and that's the thing about running backs though. Running backs are so expendable. Where there's still running backs out there that they can go for. I mean, they Singletary 
the way the NFL is structured nowadays, you need two running backs. You, you need, need a ground and yeah. You need a ground and pound running back, and you need a you need a guy who can catch passes out the backfield like Devin Singletary can. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at free agent running backs that are available. You know, we got bring Lashawn McCoy is still out there. You know, mm-hmm. that, but he's he's a little older. Lost. Lamar Miller, Lamar Miller coming off the torn ACL. Mm-hmm. Carlos Hyde. Okay. He ran for he ran for a thousand yards. It's not bad. Matt Breida, who he wouldn't be bad. Because he's not going back there. They have Mostert. They have McKinnon Tevin who will Coleman. be back finally and Tevin Coleman. Uh Kareem Hunt. Oh, I forgot. Oh, I thought I went back to Cleveland. He's a restricted free agent. That's why. And if yeah. if if um a team signs him, they have to give the bill the uh the Browns a second round pick. Don't forget about yeah. Atlanta. The second Atlanta round tender, that's right. Atlanta released Devontae Freeman. Oh, oh the yeah, Devontae Freeman. Freeman too. See, I saw, I, saw would... their, I saw they're possibly in talks right now, apparently to Buffalo. He's you know, I forgot he was even out there. Right. Well, he didn't have a great season for them. I mean, he was definitely overpaid for how he played. Um, yeah. but he's, he's hurt he's way too good. much, too. He's still good. And you sign him for – I can think you can sign him for two years, 10 mil. I think you could get that deal done. And, Honestly, and I'd do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Brandon Bean, I'm Brandon Bean sitting in my chair. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm looking around, thinking about my running back situation. Look at my depth chart on the wall, saying, what the fuck does this team need? We're already so good. We already have Josh Allen, who's going to become the greatest quarterback of all time, who doesn't know how to sure. do a lateral correctly. Hey. We need, we need somebody hey. who can be a quarterback. Yeah, he's going for the NBA. We need somebody who can take a little bit of the load off Joshy Poo, get about 15 carries a game, you know, give Singletary his, his 10 carries. I'm looking at Devontae Freeman coming off of a rough season. One year, $5 million, prove it to me. You prove it to me, we'll re-sign you for more money. I mean, I think, honestly, I think personally, obviously you can like say it's like, because I'm a fan, but I think Brandon Bean is one of the better GMs in the NFL. I think because like he makes like those like little moves that I was saying like that like yeah yeah he he like he looks at the depth chart and like we can improve here. Let's go sign someone here. He does what is necessary for the team to succeed. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Howie Roseman, who also made a splash last week. Good, Good splash. A phenomenal splash because the Eagles have not had an elite cornerback since Asante Samuel. And now they have one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL in Darius Slay. And I I thought the Eagles got him on a highway robbery. Oh, yeah. You get an elite corner and you only have to give up a third and a fifth? I don't think the Eagles are done. I don't think they're done making trades. But I would listen, I Mark, I think you're right. It's it's time. It's time for Howie to 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 make the big moves. He made he, he got slay. He wants to go younger. He, he wants, wants to go, to go younger. younger. We let go of Malcolm Jenkins. I did not like that, but okay. I Here, think here's how I feel about that. Here's how I feel about letting go of Malcolm Jenkins. As much as I love Malcolm, as much as of a rock as much of a rock that he was for our defense, he didn't miss a he didn't miss a game. He barely got off the field. It had to be done. 
he's getting up there in age. And Howie's big thing is we want to get younger at other positions. So by getting rid of Malcolm Jenkins, you address a position of need at cornerback with Darius Slay. Jalen Mills, I think Jalen Mills is going to thrive in that role. He just, like, the way that he's structured, I personally think Jalen Mills, just, like, the way he's, like, built, I think he's going to thrive as a safety because he just brings that same kind of energy, really, that Malcolm Jenkins brought. And it's just, like, it's such, like, an exciting thing to think about when you have a guy switch positions. And you see, like, you see people like Malcolm Jenkins hyping him up, like, you got this, like, I've groomed you. And Jalen Mills is like, I'm about to take over, like, you, t- you learn, and now it's your time to shine. So I really think that Jalen Mills is going to thrive as the Eagles starting safety. I agree. What do you guys think about, like, the other corners that the Eagles have? Do you think they need to improve or hey we got a star corner we can guard the best guy um the best wide receiver from the other team should we add anyone else i would maybe look to add like a i would look to add like a veteran on a cheap deal that's like an listen a, a kid a kid to live yes a keep to leave 100 percent is who a i was actually just thinking live. i'm sorry that was just i don't know how to idea. say it <laughs> a kid i to was live. just thinking that actually a keep to leave on a cheap deal to get to Talib, Talib, however you say, give me the terrorist. I'll take him. Another frick on Philly. Um, who I really want the Eagles to go after? Yannick Nagakwa. Dude, imagine them getting him. He wants to come here so bad. He does. He keeps posting all those pictures of Reggie White and Trent Cole. Trent give Cole. the people. Give the people. What's wrong with Trent Cole? No, I was just a name that I haven't heard in a while. Trent Cole was a beast. Trent Cole was a beast. But give the people what they want, Howie. Trade for Yannick. I saw a mock trade. Our first round pick this year. Another pick. I think it was three It was three picks. Alshon and possibly Derek Barnett. For Nagakwo and the ninth overall pick. Wow. I was just saying, I was like, why would you give up? Uh, I would do that in a heartbeat. I would do that in a heartbeat. Because you know who the Eagles can select with the ninth overall pick? C.D. Lamb. Do you think... What's your uh, interest pick? Jerry Judy, 12. Okay. I think the Eagles should go after Patrick Queen. The linebacker? The linebacker, the linebacker. Of, uh, LSU. Yeah, he's good. Um, unless we get Yannick and maybe... Do you want to try Yannick at linebacker? Or what do you think? Mm-hmm. Well, he linebacker cuts him away. Yeah. He has um he's played it before his first year in the league. I just saw defensive end slash um linebacker. Uh, I don't know what you guys think, but now what I think they're gonna do is in some sets they're gonna rock with Jalen Mills is gonna again play that Malcolm Jenkins role where he's gonna take some snaps at linebacker, which I'm okay with because you have him, you have Nathan Gary. You have uh, Latavis Brown, who they just signed. And they signed Will Parks, too. Will Parks can also play safety. So it all depends. Like, if Nagakwa wants to drop back and play linebacker some snaps, by all means, let him play linebacker some snaps. But I think that there's bigger needs 
in the first round of the draft than a linebacker. I could see the, that. The Eagles have spent money solely on defense this offseason. They signed Jerron Hargrave. They re-signed Hassan Ridgeway. They re-signed Jalen Mills. Re-signed Ronnie McLeod. Signed Will Park. Signed Tavis Brown. They traded for Darius Slay. They still need to figure out what to do with Alshon Jeffrey. Get him the hell out of Philadelphia. I don't want to see him anymore. I'm done. I'm done with him. I want a receiver in the first round more than anything. Mm-hmm. Whether I whether just... it's Steve, you trade up for CeeDee Lamb, Jerry Judy, Pray to God, Henry Ruggs is there at 21. T. Higgins, whoever it is, Justin Jefferson, I just want, I think they're going to spend their first two picks on receivers. I can see that. Their first two, okay, wow. Well, you lost Aguilar. Jeff, there's no way Jeffrey's here next year. No way. I hate that guy. You, so your receiving core as of now is Deshaun Jackson, Greg Ward, and J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. So, obviously, you need receivers. And the wide receiver market sucks. It's not good. Honestly, I don't think it's that bad. I think they can sign people, dude. I, 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 I'm telling you. There's still people Brashad out there. Perryman. That's who I want. I want Brashad Perryman. Perryman. See, now I want Brandon Cooks. And making it one more receiver in the draft. I want Brandon Cooks, man. I want to trade. I would like Brandon Cooks, but, like, if you ask me, he's kind of a shittier poor man to Sean Jackson. I mean, you can take it take it the way you want, but I mean, I think that the Rams will give it up for a cheap deal. I mean, they got think about all the receivers they have: Robert Woods, you got Cup, Cooper Cup. Dude, they My have so Cooper many receivers. Cup. They they honestly might just want to get rid of him and be like, "Hey, give me a, a third or fourth rounder or okay, something." If that, if that is what it takes to get Brandon Cooks, then I would do that, like a fifth well, round pick for Brandon Cooks. Well, look what it took to get freaking uh uh what's his name Hopkins. They didn't even okay. have to give up a first. All right. See, I like this like right now because I wanted to get into this. Let's talk about DeAndre Hopkins getting traded for a washed up running back in a second round pick. See, Bill O'Brien was so high on the playoff win. I think I think he has coronavirus. <laughs> like there's there's just no way that you you sit there and you think that is a good trade. Unless you're on your deathbed. You trade for a lot. You need a running back. So there's guys you could have signed in free agency. That's so true. I'm sure you could have traded for David Johnson without getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins. Now the Eagles were, the Eagles were in on Hopkins. But... Apparently, they backed out because the Texans wanted Miles Sanders. I would have – I don't know. That's – I I don't know if I'd do that. I would have done that. You know what I would have done? Zach Ertz for Julio Jones. I would have done that. I I love Zach Ertz, but I would have done that. I suppose he was talked about. It probably wasn't, but that was – No, it was. It was. It was. was. I think Dallas Goddard has such high potential. That's the best tight end duo in the league. Yeah. Like, far and away. But I would so do Julio Jones for Zach Ertz. Um, just, I would have to not repeat whatever the fuck Bill O'Brien did trading for Hopkins, or trading away Hopkins. The Cardinals, are the Cardinals back? Yeah. They, they were, I think that after the Kyler Murray draft pick, I think they were showing that they're back. Kyler Murray is a stud. I love really Kyler good. Murray. 
He's I remember I said I remember I said he should have done baseball over football. A for the money, and B I think he's better yes. at baseball, which I think still is true. But he did. And he is actually really really good. Is Kyler Murray one of the best athletes of our generation? Mm. I've only seen him for one season, so I don't know about that yet. But yeah. he's, well, he's a good athlete. Well, let me let me just put it into perspective for you. He was a top ten pick in the MLB draft. Uh-huh. How many rounds they have in the MLB draft? A lot. 20. Yeah. He was number one overall pick in the NFL draft. Man, he is he is something. He is something. He is a phenomenal athlete. See, the only I thing is though about the only thing I think about LeBron James could have played in the NFL. Apparently, he was the he, number one prospect in Cleveland. Yeah, he was the number one prospect in Ohio. He was a tight end, I think, wasn't he? He was something. Number one. If he's number one recruit in the entire state. Apparently, his teammates were like, if you play football, we're going to kill you. We're going to murder you. Oh, my God. Okay, well, welcome to Cleveland. Uh, not, <laughs> not like that way. Like, but they were like, if you play football, we're going to have a problem because you're destined for big things in basketball. Uh, another thing about the Cardinals, though, is that, like, the West like, is still, like, obviously the Rams oh. are, like, like, digress bad. But, like, Niners really didn't change anything. They lost Emmanuel Sanders, yeah, but like they're still like their defense is still phenomenal. Seahawks added pieces. They might get Seahawks, back Clowney. Seahawks I don't... Huh? They might get back who? Clowney. They probably will. No one Dude, wants to yeah. them and the um, Saints got better because the Saints yeah. got Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, Saints got Sanders. Yeah. And, and Jen- they got Jenkins. Saints. The Saints are the second best team in the NFL. But they got to prove it in the playoffs, man. What is happening? They, really they finally have that number two receiver that they can go to. They do. First of all, Drew Brees, these next two years are probably it, which is unfortunate, which means two years to groom Taysom, Taysom Hill to actually learn how to throw football. Um, I know how Brandon feels about new, new Panthers quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, not getting paid. But the Saints obviously wanted to spend their money now on Drew Brees, win now, groom later. They could still draft the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You never know. Mm-hmm. Again, oh, sorry. Maybe, Sean, maybe Sean Payton has been infected by the coronavirus for far longer than we've known. With the fact that he wants Taysom Hill. We don't know. We don't know. True. But I think that's more CTE than coronavirus. There is yeah. Sean Payton never played, so. Well, maybe he was a part of Bounty Gate. Maybe he was one of the people that Greg Williams sent all of his players after. Yeah. But there's just been so much movement here during the offseason. I mean, you have you just had so many quarterbacks changing teams. You had a lot of franchise tagging. Um, our boy Ryan Tannehill got paid. Ryan Tannehill podcast. And then Derrick Henry got franchise tagged. Stupid. I see their logic of paying Tannehill because, again, running backs in the NFL are expendable. But a guy like Derrick Henry, that's just like, you're not going to get a running back like that for a long time or yeah. ever again. Right. He's a tank. He's the definition of a tank. But he also mm-hmm. may have been a one-hit wonder. He's done a yeah, like um, like what's his name that uh, 
Eagles old running back we signed. He sucked from Dallas. Uh, uh, Marco Murray. Marco Murray. Murray. I have his jersey. Ew. I know. I, I was hyped for him. No, I don't think Henry's a one-hit wonder because he's no, gone. I don't think he's good, but I think they they might have that thought process of we don't want to sign him long term if we don't know. Or, or if we do the, it back, fact, back. the fact of the NFL is that running backs are expendable, like you saw with the Steelers there with Le'Veon Bell. Like that's why you don't sign running backs in long term extensions. Like again, Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley, the list goes on and on. Yeah. But the Cowboys, they did the smart thing where they franchised Dak. Resigned Cooper. They lost Byron Jones, which I think they're fine with. I didn't realize Byron Jones only had three interceptions the past couple years. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, just, he's a good coverage guy. He's not really a... He got, he got a little... I'm glad we didn't overpay for him. Um, but... What else do we have on the agenda? Who's the guy that retired for Cowboys? We just talked about that. I I just well, said that. Oh, I had my earphones up for a second. Who is it? Oh, Travis Frederick. Yeah, Frederick retired. Yeah, the Cowboys yeah. lost their good. He had yeah. a, he has a nerve disease. That's why he retired. Ah, uh, which I see the Redskins lineman once out. He's he's wanted out for a while. Yeah. They're they're in no man's land. If if they pass up on Chase Young, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. That is going to be very interesting if they take Tua. Speaking of interesting, Todd Gurley's a Falcon. Todd Gurley's a Falcon. I like the move. Back in Atlanta, I think that puts the Falcons back in the conversation. Matt Ryan, baby. Uh, we could have three playoff teams out of the NFC South. It's the first line. It's the first lineup to have all first round picks. Right. Offensive. And, and um, and people are confused. Why the Falcons traded for? Didn't they get Hayden Hurst, right? Yeah, they traded. So, uh, they lost Hooper. Yeah. Right. They lost Hooper, but Hayden Hurst. I mean, I watched the Ravens. He looked really good, really yeah. good. He's a good young uh, receiver. Or, he's no, a good young receiver. receiver. He's huge too. I mean, I think oh, he's going. Hayden Hurst is very good. Yeah. I think they, I think he's going to do well there. Yeah, he is talented. Uh, Austin Hooper broke the tight end market with Cleveland. Oh yeah. I mean, that was a big contract. I think Cleveland, I mean, they made moves last season, but I think this season they made even bigger moves. So, I mean, hopefully that offense doesn't fall apart like it did last season. Well, they got uh, the safety net now. They've got the backup quarterback in case they don't like how Baker plays. Yeah. But I think I think Baker, I think Baker's going to have a good bounce back here. I think he'll yeah, have a I good year. I said, I said that last season, but I think it'll happen this time. Well, I also think, too, that Kevin Stefanski – Oh. It's just such a better football mind yeah. than Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, he's he's going to improve. They, I can see them as a playoff team in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, AFC opens up now so much now. Oh, yeah. What, by subtracting one team? Yeah, because, I mean, Miami, yes, Miami built up, but like they might still go one more year of building the team. The Jets are like, because you basically had two playoff teams in the East. You had Buffalo and New England. So now one extra shot basically opened up now. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. I mean, I, I do agree with you. I just think the whole league's wide open now. Well, yeah. But I think the NFC, though, I think the NFC poked up so much now. Yeah. Yeah, NFC is going to be a lot harder I now. I keep forgetting the CBA rule, an extra team gets in now. I keep, I keep forgetting about that. 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see six wild card games. Yep. More, more football, more content, I think is more the Buffalo wild Exactly. Uh, more content. More Buffalo Wild Wings. Live recording at Buffalo Wild Wings? Question mark. Before Elder. we tackle some early predictions for 2020, just a couple little moves to talk about. Obviously, we talked about Austin Hooper and how the Browns are probably going to bounce back. Um, Melvin Gordon is petty. He's the new Le'Veon Bell. Literally signing with a team just to play his old one. Yep. Um, we said Teddy to Carolina, which I really like. Matt Rule mm-hmm. gets, gets his guy. The Cam Newton saga is over. Still need some more receivers there, but I think that I think that'd help the offense. Um, they need a tight end. They don't have a tight end anymore. Yep. Greg Olson. They lost a linebacker. You guys remember how Greg Olson's a Seattle Seahawk? Remember when that happened? Yeah. A long time ago. I'm back. Sorry. Um, Vegas did absolutely nothing besides they're, signing Nelson Aguilar to the league minimum. They're gonna build. They're gonna build for the draft, and then they're gonna probably tank next year, and then keep building, and then they'll be good. See, that's Raiders. Yes. That's a situation oh. where I can see a mad tank for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I can see that. Um, James Winston and Cam Newton, rumor has it they're not going to have jobs next year. Which is crazy. Why? Out of, those two, out of those two, I could see uh, Cam having a job, not James. If you think about it, like there's just not a lot of starting quarterback <laughs> jobs. Can we just talk about the complete fall off of Cam Newton? Yeah, I feel bad. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I mean, he, he got hit from, by injuries. He goes from like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL four, four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. A while ago, actually. This this will be four, I think, four or five. Yeah, because I can't. I can remember when the Denver he goes from it. winning MVP, leading a team to fifteen and fifteen and one, going to the Super Bowl. Losing and then just getting hurt every year. Hey, if he didn't go for, if he would have went for the fumble, he probably still have a job right now. I mean, that's a little too hard to tell. I mean, if he showed a little more effort, yeah. But I think Cam will have a job. I think so too. I think honestly, I could see him. I'm trying to think. I could see maybe even Detroit. Yeah, I mean, they don't really Stafford. Because Stafford doesn't have much left in him. I'm oh, gonna go is, with. Is he like 29? Yeah, but he's so injury prone. He is. That's why he'll retire. He'll be the one of the, because you know because you know Panther. I was at Panthers. Lines like they always retire early. Calvin Johnson, Barry Sanders. Mm-hmm. I could see Stafford going too. I'm gonna go. Cam Newton goes to Washington because Ron Rivera's there. I just I wish that I wish they give Haskins a chance. Ha- he's not ready. He, I mean, he's not. He's nowhere near ready. I remember so watching him play last year. Yeah, but that because they threw him right into the fire. Exactly. I think that was a whole reason this season. If he does, if he doesn't perform well, then sign one of the guys. I don't think like, sign him right now. Don't go. Don't go ahead of yourself. I, I mean, like- I just think they're two similar quarterbacks. You just throw Cam in there for a year, get Haskins groomed. Next year, Haskins can play. I just I don't think he's ready. And as far as Jameis goes, if you need a backup quarterback, that's a pretty good backup to have. Like, yeah, he could pull a Tannehill. You never know. I mean, 
uh, that's what I saw on Twitter. I don't really know how it made sense compared to Jameis to Tannehill. But Mariota's accepted the fact that he's a backup quarterback. A good one. So maybe Jameis could land a backup gig and take over if it's a rough season. Yeah. So we got some early predictions for 2020. Obviously, we still got to do the drafts. This, uh, teams are nowhere near set, but based off what we got in free agency, um, as far as the AFC goes, the seven teams, I got the Chiefs at number one. Okay. The Ravens at two. Three and four is up for the bait. I'm going to go with the Titans. At, uh, actually, no, I'm going to go with the Bills at three. I don't think they lost as much as Tennessee did. Tennessee at four because I think they're going to win the South. And as far as wild cards go, the best wild card, I'm going to go Cleveland. I yeah, really I- I mean, even Pittsburgh, too. I think Cleveland's going to – that's going to all depend on Big Ben's health. Yeah. All going to depend on Big Ben's health. But I'm going to go Cleveland. As far as my other team, other two teams, I'm going to go – I'm going to – I will go Pittsburgh. I'm going to go with the Colts. And on the outside looking in, I'm going to go with the Dolphins as a sleeper. Okay. All right. Jake, you want to go? I'll go last. You're going with teams that are going to make the playoffs? Yes, the seven teams. Just go seven teams at the AFC. Do you want me to go so you have time to think? No, I'm just looking. All right. <clears throat> so, I'm looking here. I'm looking here. I'm going to say, obviously, Bills. Right? Well, try, to, try to rank them. Rank? Yeah. Like, the well, best teams? Yeah, go from, like, one the one seed, two seed, three seed. Seven. seven, yep. All right. So, one seed is going to be the Chiefs in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Because the Chiefs are just... Obviously, Super Bowl champs. Um, number two, number two, number two. I'm going to say Ravens. Actually, I'm going to say the Bills is number two. Um, because what moves? Wait, what moves have the Ravens done so far? Nothing. Um, tra- I didn't tra- think they did anything. Campbell. They traded for Clay's Campbell. Uh, they lost Hayden Hurst. Not like it matters anyways when they still have Mark Andrews and an- another tight end. Yeah, I forgot. I forget about Mark Andrews. I, for- yeah, I forget Mark what that guy's name is. They. They have another tight end besides yeah. Mark Andrews. Yeah, yeah so I just like Lamar throws the ball that much anyway. So right, that's what I was gonna say. Lamar, unless Lamar's like throwing the ball really good, um, it's gonna hurt them because some teams figured out how to guard the run. So I'm gonna put them at three. Um, then we're going four. Okay, this AFC South is is very. I don't know who's gonna come out of it. Um. You know what? Let's go with the let's go with the Colts. Okay, Phil Rivers. All right, Phil Rivers. I don't know if that's the fourth best team though. I'm just looking at the you know. Okay, by division, yeah. But you know they're gonna come out of it. Uh, Browns as five. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know the situation with the quarterbacks with the Steelers, so I'm gonna say Browns five. Um, Patriots six and. For seven, let's go with let's go with the Titans. Why not? Seven Titans. Right. Okay. Okay. Right, go ahead. I'm gonna go Chiefs as well as one. And I actually, Jake, you know, brought up a good point. I was gonna go Bills too. I think. I don't know. I just, I, I think that Baltimore is gonna. They're still gonna be good, but I don't know if they're gonna be as good as this season because teams are gonna watch a lot of film on their game plan. Yeah. Um. 
And I got Ravens. I'm going to go Ravens three. And then I had everything planned out, and then I completely forgot everything. AFC South sucks. That's all you got to know. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Titans win the division. Okay. Actually, Ryan Tannehill. I'm you going. You know what? Colts. You know what? I'm not Ryan going. Tannehill. No, no, no. I'm not going. I'm not going with the Titans. You know who I'm going with? Minshew Mania. Okay. Minshew Mania. The clear. The clear. Okay. Interesting take. Interesting take. Add a little spice to this. We can't say podcast. anything because it's we don't know exactly. So. Add a little spice to this take. Audio is going to be a little weird in this episode. It's going to be weird for a while, guys. Just letting you all know. I'm going to go Jags as the South winner. And then I'm going to go Browns as the first team in the wild card. I think they're going to be good this year. Uh, I'm going to go the Broncos. They're another team on the outside. I'm going to go the Broncos on the team on the outside. I'm going to have them in. That's a six. And then I'll do Titans and a seven. Actually, I'll switch. I'll switch those two. But I'm going to go those two in. The Jaguars. That's that's interesting. I mean, you gotta have, you gotta have some little juicy takes. Add a little add a little fun to it. That's interesting. I, I see the um the Chargers being better than the uh, Broncos. I don't know why. I don't know. I think Broncos are kind of just like one of those teams that just like they're they were kind of just like grooming. I think I think they're, yeah. they're, I think I think Drew Locke's a good quarterback though. I think Drew Locke future. Yeah, he's good. Uh, to the NFC. Yep. The NFC one seed. I got the Saints. I got them as the team to beat two. I'm going to go with the Packers. Okay. I think the Packers, again, they address defense. I think they're going to address receiver in the draft. Or he needs help. They're going to go out there and they're going to sign Robbie Anderson, which is who I think is their need because they need a deep third receiver. They need number two next to Devontae Adams. Three. I got the 49ers. I think they're going to fall off a little bit, but I still think they're going to be a force to reckon with for a long time. With okay. that defense, I think Jimmy G, Jimmy G proves a lot of people wrong this year. I think he's going to have a huge year. I hope so. I really think – I mean, I won't give him such bad, you know, just bad press after the playoffs. Because, like, he didn't – it was the same thing with Tannehill. He did the same thing as Tannehill did, you know, in the first two games of the playoffs what uh, Garoppolo did in the NFC Championship. He didn't need to pass the ball. And then he goes to the Super Bowl and has a meh game against a pretty good defense that everyone just immediately just took crap on him. So I think I think he could have a good year. I think they acquired the number 13 pick for a reason. Yeah. Whether, help. whether they're going to take Jerry Judy, which is who I have them taking right now, or rumor has it they're going to package up that pick for Odell. Really? Mm-hmm. I heard a lot of Odell talk in trade. So, yeah, I like that. All right. Four... Odell to the 49ers. Okay. Number four, I had didn't have a lot of faith in the Eagles, but I have the Eagles winning the NFC East right now because I think they got better than the Cowboys. Okay. But I do think Dallas has a shot to make the playoffs, but they're my team outside looking in. Okay. I went a little out of order because number five, I got the Bucs. Yep. Because Tom Brady, it's going to be weird not seeing Tom Brady in the playoffs. Six... I have the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. That is my sleeper team. I like. And then seven, I got the Falcons. Falcons, okay. So no so no Seahawks and no Cowboys. I like. I like I like Falcons the Chiefs. are my first team on the outside looking in. Okay. Seahawks. Seahawks are I don't know. Because I don't really like the weapons they have on offense. Mm-hmm. Like adding Greg Olson helps, but they don't have a consistent running game. 
They have one. They have two receivers, and it's all going to depend if they get Clowney back. Yeah. But I just but, really like the Cardinals' offense. I really think for you. So you I, have Kyler three teams from the NFC South. Yes, I have three teams mm-hmm. from the NFC South. Yeah, I, what, I I can see it. What is that? What is the records going to look like there? Honestly, we got to wait till the schedule comes out. Yeah, I don't know. It just it's, yeah, it's yeah, so can, hard. I feel like honestly, it's, we could do we could do a prediction show before the season and base it off of the schedules. Well, okay. yeah, we're just these are just early predictions, not knowing the schedule based yeah. off the agency. Okay, Jake. Okay, sorry, I just wasn't sure what you're Jake saying. Garrett? Well, we Jake. all know the best team is the Saints. Add Malcolm Jenkins to a uh, team he former his former team. Emmanuel Sanders, bring him in. That's way better than Ted Ginn or whoever their second wide receiver was. And, it was Ted Ginn and then Traquan Smith. Yeah. Um, so they're winning the NFC South, I think. Um, I don't see anyone else putting up a fight like they will to win that division. Mm-hmm. I'm, obviously, the Falcons and Buccaneers are very good, but Saints are the top. Then, as Mark said, the Packers – um, they were, you know, uh, they were in the playoffs last year. They're 13-3. They're, they're a good team, bro. And, you know, I could, if they add some more wide receivers, if Devontae Adams plays like he's supposed to, or if they use him the right way, I'm not really sure what they That's did with him last year. That I think is holding the Packers back is the fact that they don't have a wide receiver too. Yeah. Right. It's, it's kind of like Juju and, the, uh, and the, the Steelers. Juju's not a number one receiver. Right. He's, well, I'm saying if they had a second wide receiver, it might help Juju. No, I know. I'm just saying I don't think Juju's a wide receiver one. Yeah, yeah. I can see he's, right. he's a good yeah. slot guy. I think that's where he belongs. Yeah. Um, but I, my point was just that Devontae Adams will play better if they have another wide receiver. Yeah. That takes and they lost J- Jimmy Graham to the Bears. I think if they add a – they might – they should add a tight end um, just because it's always good having a good tight end. And Aaron Rodgers, you know, he – I feel like he's better with, you know, a tight end there that he's able to rely on in the end zone. Um, kind of like Breeze and kind of like Breeze and uh, uh, Jared Cook. Um, so, yeah. But I, they're still going to win that division no matter what. And um, You know what? You said 49ers. I'm going to take the Seahawks um, because re-sign Clowney. You have... I personally think it's one of the better tight end duos in the league. When Will Disley's healthy and Greg Olson, well, and Disley, well, when I, Greg Olson's healthy, Jacob Hollister still. I think he actually right. might be for you too. Yeah, they. Uh, the, I I don't know. I'm I'm just gonna take them to be different, just for them to be the top. Obviously, the 49ers are the best defense in the NFL, but I'm just gonna pick the Seahawks there, and then for the NFC East. I don't want to pick the Cowboys to be the top because I like the Eagles, but I'm going to have to because you fire your coach who has held you back for years and you hire Mike McCarthy. I think they're going to be a lot better now and they're actually going to use the weapons that they have. They lost a lot. They lost a lot. They lost Randall Cobb. They lost Jason Witten. But I feel like Mike McCarthy is just such a good coach. And it's going to be a fight. Like, I feel like the Eagles are going to be like – it's going to be like this year. It's going to be like one or two game difference. I think the Cowboys are just going to somehow pull it out, um, and I'm going to be pissed. But that's just an early prediction. Then 
I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Falcons over to Buccaneers. I know. Boldness. Well, like, like, like we're, we're gonna say that uh, Todd Gurley has a good year, and then we're gonna go with that's five. So I need two more. I'm gonna say Eagles because they're gonna get some wide receivers. They're gonna be a pretty decent team, and then they need one more. I'm gonna go with the 49ers. Okay. Yeah. I like. All right, here we go. All right, I'll take mine. Wrap it all up. I'm going to say the Saints as well as a one. I think that's kind of pretty much been the top pick there. Um, you know, I, I was going to say Packers as a two. Yeah, I'll stick with it. I'll go Packers a two. I was going to go a little hot take, but I'll save my hot takes for later. Um, and I'm going to go Eagles. At that's the, a hot take. I, I'm going to go Eagles three. I think, uh, I think they're going to – I think – if they play it smart, they could win the division and be a good possible 12-win team. And then here comes the hot take. I was with Open four Eagles team. I love that. Try, trying to sprinkle what will be 12-5 now, right, because of the extra game? The Cardinals. What will be 12-5 next to 17 games, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to sprinkle. Here comes the sprinkle. Here comes the sprinkle. 17 games goes into effect next year. Okay, okay. So here, here's, here's the hot take. Ready for this? Arizona Cardinals winning the West. There's the hot take right there, folks. I like it. I like it. DeAndre Hopkins elevated. Yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, I think they're gonna they'll build up the defense in the draft. I think they'll. I think they'll be good there. Um. So there's my four. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say Falcons as my five. Yeah. So I think I just think I think they have so many weapons there, and I think their defense honestly isn't that horrible. The Falcons five, and then I'll go. Niner six, and then I'll go Buck seven. I think Brady just slips in. I think Brady barely gets in because the defense is going to hold him back. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Real quick, some breaking news from Woj. Woj? Woj is still alive? You heard how Josh Harris was going to take away salary from the arena workers, right, and start firing them? Yeah. So what they're planning to do now is not do that. No, I did not read this tweet right. I I see that. (laughs) I thought it said they were going to take salary away from, like, Brett Brown. But, Uh yeah, good move by Josh Harris not being an asshole. Good job, Josh Harris. We're not to be a dick. Okay, anywho. So, that'll do it. Obviously, this is a big change. It's, It's different than anything else we've ever produced before. You know, but we're still trying to keep this that. Is how it's gonna be for this. Is, this is how it's gonna be for a little bit. We're we're gonna try to keep giving that same energy. It's hard when I just have to sit here and look at these guys through a computer screen rather than having them in the studio. You know, vibing off of each other, bringing that energy in the same room. But we're gonna do what we can to do our part in beating this thing. And at the same time, we're still gonna be bringing you guys up the bell best we can. So stay safe. Wash your hands, stay inside, and we will see you guys later.